0: Hey everyone, and welcome to the Thrive24 podcast. Today, we are joined by fellow coach, Scott Friedman, all the way out in America. If you do want to find Scott and you want to get in touch, Instagram is scottfriedman24. Right, let's get straight into the podcast. Right, so Scott, based out in Chicago, um, give the viewers just a little bit of a introduction to yourself and exactly what it is that you do, brother.
1: Well first off, I appreciate the time I appreciate being on the show it's awesome um and so yeah I'm actually based yeah I'm based in Chicago so it's a completely different world over here but I am a so I've been a personal trainer for about a decade and then I recently in the last you know 4 years or so I've made kind of a the switch into being more of a fitness mindset coach so I kind of and what the, and what's the difference right like everyone's like oh what's the difference between the two personal training in my mind and this is how I kind of describe it is you know, you go to the gym, you work with someone, and they work with you on a you know a one to one basis where it's like twice a week you work out with them. Great, awesome, you feel good. A coach, fitness coach, is more about like the program itself. Uh, how do we get you into the gym? How do we you know get you to do this X Y Z versus actually being with you. Uh, to physical workouts. So you work out by yourself, but you get the entirety of the back. It's almost kind of like the iceberg in the back of uh, where you're yeah. sitting, where it's like that massive, like, that's what we do. The personal trainers on top working, but we do the whole other, all the other stuff. And uh, so I'm a behavior change specialist, and kind of that's what I focus on is people's habits and how to get them from point A to point B, and what is stopping them from going to the gym? What it, What are the obstacles that are in their way so that we can kind of break those down push them aside, get you know, get past them, and so we can start actually seeing lasting results so that you, anyone, can really have the confidence to be the master of their own health. So you're changing uh, fitness from a chore to a lifestyle so that you can see long-term results into your 70s, 80s, 90s, even 100s. Yeah, 100%. I think with the distinction between personal training and coaching,
0: when it comes to personal training, I look at it as a very similar to how you would look at yo-yo diets very Probably, yeah you know you, you jump in you get involved you might get in shape but then as soon as that personal trainer then goes whether you leave whatever you end up going back to square one it's our job as coaches to actually build up sustainable practices so that this is for you and for the basically the rest of your life and um, something i always say to my clients is like this is the long game you're here for the long yeah. game." And Which people
1: don't like. No one likes no. that. Like, they, they don't. what people want. And yeah, and I, I speak for the U.S. entirely, 100% everyone <laughs> in there. But uh, at least in the U.S., like, man instant gratification is just like you they want to lose 20 pounds and that's it they want to be done working out forever because they lost the 20 pounds when Mm -hmm. you don't realize like you're in the long game like you want to lose 20 pounds you got to become someone new you got to change who you are a little bit at least to start to kind of see those results and to be that person forever because if you don't actually change the underlying person a little bit or maybe evolve is the better term then you're going to just go back into old habits so you can't you can't expect to do everything in column A when you want the results, at least some results in column B, you can't say I'm just going to kind of pick it and bring it over. It's in column B for a reason. So yeah, those lasting results, like it's hard because people don't want to change who they are. They love who they are. They don't want to change it. I think that's
0: something that is really overlooked in our business is just how much your identity shifts and how much you change as a person. Yes. It might just be a weight loss. Yes. It might just be getting in shape, but I see a lot, especially with the men in my program is that once they get reached a certain stage, it's a completely new world. It's a new environment. It's new friends. It's, you know, their passion is no longer going out and going drinking on the weekend. It's now going to the gym, going to the gym on the weekend. And it feels like sometimes it 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 can feel really weird. And I find a lot of people either pick at route A or route B from that point on, because they either carry on and really, you know, um kind of just love the whole process or they think to themselves okay this is actually maybe not for me
1: it's a really good point and i like what you said about like people will change naturally like when you start when you start becoming a healthier person we'll just use that kind of verbiage it's not like necessarily in shape but a healthier person you're everything changes like people go out all the time i don't like i used to go out all the time like every weekend go out and of course as you get older that obviously changes as well for most people but like even with that it changes to another degree when you're you're you feel healthier when you're like wow like there's no reason for me to go out and hammer down you know a, a twelve pack of beer when it's like I want to be up the next morning I want to feel good about it and making that kind of mental switch of like I don't need to do this you almost find you I feel like you almost find meaning uh, from where you are at to where you're going so like you almost find meaning in being healthy it's like wow like how i feel how i how i think how i perceive the world differently now has completely changed i no longer need the lifestyle of like going out every single weekend for you know for two nights three nights drinking a crap ton feeling like crap like i no longer need that you actually kind of almost switched like wow why did i ever do in the first place that's how i at least that's how i felt i felt kind of a new like i would rather wake up early and go to the gym than be out all night you know getting hammered which again there's a time and place you know you get a good wedding whatever but like it's it's no longer the lifestyle it's an interesting shift in mindset you mentioned
0: no yeah and it's something that i think and you probably get this when people maybe reach out to you and be like scott i need help wherever I, I don't want to i don't wanna, I still want to go out on weekends i still want to go get you know hammered and the thing is is that don't be wrong you can still go out every weekend and still get great results yes but it's the shift that i see in all clients who do get great results is that they end up not wanting to do the habits um and the things that have brought them to where they are um, at their heaviest weight or the most out of shape they've been. You know, I had a client of mine who was literally, first call he had with me, he was like, I still want to go out with the boys on the weekend after the football match. He's like, I want to, you know, go and just get, you know, absolutely hammered. And now he, he messages me and he's like, oh, I had a family party. I bought some low-calorie beer I had for them and that was it. And I'm like, look at the difference from going and getting absolutely hammered to now, you know, he woke up fresh and done a 10K run in the morning and he was like, yeah, this is way better. But I think initially for people, when they first have goals, it feels they don't want to leave that part of them. But eventually, just because of the process, they end up wanting to do more and be more.
1: Yeah, I think there's three, uh, if I can remember all three that points that you just made, which are really profound, if you really kind of think about it. Number one is people tend to, they, you know, they, they ask me, hey, I want to do this. But I I won't eat this, 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 and this for no other reason than I just won't eat it. Uh, you know, obviously no allergic reactions, anything like that. I won't do that. I can't, I can't do that. I can't give up my nightly three glasses of wine. Okay. Uh, you know, so people, number one, they want to see results without the change. They want hmm. to like, yeah, hey, you're the guy. Like, you figure it out. I want to go out every weekend and drink. I want to drink every night. I want to do this, this. It's like, so I almost turn people down. I turn people down a lot, actually. I don't work with people who don't align with actually wanting to change, but it's a matter of, okay, like they're half in half out they're not willing to fully immerse themselves that's mm-hmm. point number 1 and then because they're afraid they're afraid of what happens like what happens if i fail what happens if this doesn't work what happens if i change because i like my lifestyle i just want i just want this little change i shouldn't have to change so much about myself which could be true i'm not you know not saying it has to be this magnificent glorious 360 um, but for a lot of people it it should be and then i think the point number 2 is that you know when they're afraid of the change that's going to happen it's okay let's say i do this but like i love my lifestyle i love going out with the boys i love doing all this stuff like how do i and like i love like i don't want to feel restricted i don't want to feel rigid in my lifestyle because they think what they've had up until now is the only thing that's going to bring them fulfillment maybe or Mm -hmm. uh, bring them happiness that, that they're searching for and then like you said they're in it and now they're like, Hey, I had like a family party. I, I opened like, you know, one beer for low calorie, like I've changed it. And when they're, I guess when they're usually when they're younger, they can't see the difference between that. And as you kind of grow them, they learn. I always tell people, look, you know, you're not going to know everything. No one knows everything, but what you can do is read chapter one, read page one on chapter one. Cause what you're looking for is in chapter 10 of a 30 chapter book. All right. Mm-hmm. So let's, we, we got to get you to chapter 10, and that which requires a deep, not saying we have to go to chapter 30. What you're looking for is on chapter 10, but we got to get to chapter 10 first. And you're going to, you're going to see some differences. Like you're not going to want to go out. You are going to eat different food. Like you're going to do things you haven't done before, which can be scary. right? we're used <laughs> to what we want to do, we're used to everything. Like I just, And there is a very big apprehension to changing who we are, because that's what's got us where we are right now. That's the success we've had. And we're afraid that what if it doesn't work? Is it better to hold on to hope that I can keep telling myself, well, I can always get a trainer versus, or coach, uh, versus I did it and it didn't work. And now they're they're scared of failure, which holds them back as well. So it's another kind of just a a few points that you kind of brought in there, which I think Mm -hmm. all people do inherently think through when they're looking to kind of get into the fitness realm. Okay. Well, I got to change my life, but, and then you start getting into the rationalizations of like, well, is it worth it? Can I do this? Is this important? And then, you know, so people don't like to change that way. It's a tough, it's very tough. So when you when you only dive in 20%, that's when you, you waste a lot of money, you waste a lot of money and time and effort of like, okay, like you didn't actually get into it because you're just going to go back to what you were doing before. And what you did before got you to go to see me in the first place. And so it, yeah. it's, it's never ending cycle.
0: I think for people in that situation, you know, there is a lot of fear around, okay, what if I even become successful? This fear of success, this fear of failure, this fear around the whole process. But if you don't ask yourself, well, what if life could be better than what it is right now? you know, for me, I'd then think, okay, I want to, I don't want to have any regrets in three, five, 10 years time. that I didn't try and make my life as good as it possibly could be. And a lot of the times when, you know, you'll see all these, whether it be influencers or fitness models or people on television and they're in shape, they look good. They um, feel good. People aspire to be like them, but, a lot of the time is they don't see the work that goes into it the work
1: 100% yeah. well i mean i think you again you mentioned two awesome points one the real versus the real right the instagram real versus mm. what's actually in real life like i've seen some i mean even i posted something about like i had like a i had like a summer picture like you know shirts off i'm like hey like this is what the picture looks like and here is what it looks like on instagram and i did a i did like literally the most basic level editing like mm-hmm. on Instagram, not now, no technology, no nothing. And I, it looked, it looked te- five times better. I mean, it was unbelievable how much better the picture looked. And my point is, like, what you see on Instagram isn't necessarily real. Uh, It's a real because they get a little, you know, 30 second, here it is. Here's how great my life is. And then we aspire, we think, wow, why are they so happy? Why are they so beautiful? Why am I not like that? Which causes a negative emotional cycle. I mean, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's like, oh my gosh. Like, and I've fallen into it all the time, but like, it's like, holy crap. Like, all these people are so good looking. You have to realize a lot of these people, this is their job. They probably pay for technology that you've never seen that can edit out every little thing that this person does. And it's like, oh my gosh, this looks so amazing. That's the first point is like, it's... As cliche as it sounds, it's so it, you have to kind of get through the BS of of social media because it's not real. It's very much staged. It's all by the way it's all staged. Like, so it's like, why would you think this is a real person when it's all staged? Of course, and there's some people who look amazed and do great things, but a lot of things can be altered without knowing that it's altered. And then the first thing you mentioned is that, you know, living with regret. I think I think this is like the easiest way to get people to go because fear is what got me going. I am terrified. Of not being able to live in my 70s, 80s, and 90s and being able to function for myself. I've seen so many people, you have like the four, uh, like the the, the, the four cane walker and they're hunched over, they can't move, they can't wipe their own ass. Uh, like yeah. That is something I was like terrified of. or when I have kids one day, I want to be able to play with my kids. You know, I want, I want to dominate them in every single sport until they're 18, right? And then even then, uh, I'm terrified that I wouldn't be there if I didn't start at a young age. Like I need to get in shape. And a lot of people don't look that far into the future. They don't realize. Mm-hmm. They, they're living right now. They're like, what's tomorrow? I can't worry about 10 years. I got to worry about myself now. And so how do you get them to shift the mindset of now to what's it going to be like in 5 to 10 years? Because – We've only known, I mean, when you're younger, right? Like you could go out when you're 20, which just seems like forever ago. I should say 21 in the U S when you're 21 and you go out drinking, you can recover within a handful of hours, wake up, no sleep, go and be productive. But when you're 25 and you don't even know this, that's, that that's reduced by half. And then when you're 30, that's reduced by another half. And like, I talked to my 25 year old friends, I'm I'm 31. They're like, Oh, Scott, you don't go out. I go, I can't recover the way. Oh, you're only a few years older. I go, you don't understand. Like it is a lot different as you get older. And some people might roll their eyes. but like it's different. You don't, you don't even comprehend how your body's going to feel in five years. So if I had known what I know now, even only like eight or nine years earlier, I would have completely changed my lifestyle at 20 years old. And I did it at 24, but like, it's still like, I would have done so many different things, but we don't think that way. And so it's getting people to think 10, 20 years in the future is okay. Like, what's that going to look like? Are you like, you know, Do you want this? Do you want... And I think we're seeing it now in society that people are regretting a lot of decisions that they made because they did not think 10 years down the line of what what this is going to look like.
0: Yeah, I mean, you see it a lot even on social media. You see um, people asking, you know, people people who are quite elderly, you know, what regrets do you have? And the amount of times they say, I wish I'd gone for this sooner. I'd wish I'd taken action. I'd wish I'd done this. Mm. And if that doesn't make you then think, okay, actually, I need to do something. Then... I do actually don't know what will
1: then. Um, well, it's not but, me; it's them. Oh, that won't, that won't happen to me. That won't happen yeah. to me. It's them. It, it, that, that's that person. It's. I think a lot of people aren't
0: willing to maybe just sit down and, you know, like I. For me, I journal about a lot of the things that I want in the future, what I want to, you know, become. And I think a lot of people don't spend time doing that. I think you get too caught up in what we like the, in like Groundhog Day: go to work, come home. Uh, deal with the kids, go to sleep, same again, again, and again, without actually looking at how your life is going, not sitting down, evaluating what's going on right now, where you want to be. And I think that's just such a key tool just to, you know, get you started, literally sit down, write out, what do you want your future life to look like? And if you're currently not on plan to that, then find out, okay, well, what can I do to get put me to towards that? What action steps do I have to take? You know, where do I need to start? What do I need to start? What do I need to continue? write down three things of each there you go um for a lot of people it is i want to get in shape because you need to yeah. feel better and then that that then comes with the the new uh, new level of energy the new level of discipline and then everything else just seems to get better um and it might seem you know oh yeah we're preaching to you but we're both people who have started at the bottom everyone has to start at the bottom everyone has to you know i was what well, Altogether, so far, I've lost 110 pounds. Wow. That's awesome. So I started from the bottom. Um, And for me, it was probably a lot more difficult than what it is for people who maybe got like 20, 30 pounds to lose. But you've got to understand that life can become so amazing if you are willing to actually look forward and then plan.
1: Yeah. And I, I'm on the other end of the spectrum. So I think this, like, this is why it's such an interesting conversation because I didn't have that 100 pound weight loss. I've lost like 20 pounds, 25 pounds a couple of times. And my journey is closer to the, when I, first off, when I first started, okay, so people, one of the most common things that people don't want to deal with is like, looking like an idiot in the gym. So let me cover mm-hmm. that for you. I was like 17 going to this gym. Well, first off, Imagine being on like a varsity sport, right? Never lifting a day in your life. You're with all like you're a junior with all the seniors. It's your first time on the team. And I we go to the weight room, which I've never been in before. Like I don't, I'm like this tiny scrawny dude who's trying to run fast on track. It was a track team. And that's the only thing I'm good at. So I'm there with like the you know, the, the varsity guys who are like hanging out. Hey, come here, Scott, come lift with us. Yeah, sure, whatever. You know, we're benching. I'm like, that seems like something we're gonna do. All right, cool. And so I do like they they put a hundred, so I warmed up, they put 185 pounds on the bar, which um, you know, so I guess in the US, uh, I know the system's different. Basically, barbell plus two, I guess, maybe 22 and a half kilogram plates or whatever it might be, 45 pound plates on the side, plus another 25 pound plates on the side. So it's hundred, which is for 130, uh, 130 pound 16 year old dude who's never lifted before in his life. This is clearly a bad idea. I get yeah. under there and I go up with it. And the bar comes straight down. And of course, there's like five big dudes next to me like, oh, yeah, go. And I'm like, I can't move the bar. So number one, overly embarrassed, like with all of like your friends at the time, like you're like, like you want to like, you just want to leave. You want to hide in a locker somewhere and never get out because you just embarrass yourself in front of everyone. And then when I finally go to the gym, my first experience at the gym, I'm walking around the gym and i see this machine this is so common by the way first off always read the machine if you don't order this don't be don't feel bad about reading it it's there for a reason didn't read the machine i got on it started doing them oh this feels kind of weird i had to have one of the trainers come over to me and be like yo dude you're doing this wrong and like completely i did the machine completely 100 percent the wrong way i was like (laughs) one dude you're sitting you're literally sitting the wrong way you need to turn around do this and i'm like Oh my gosh. So I've done the whole like fear of looking like an idiot part. And it, it, it's funny because like once you, but when people do that, it's like that failure, those failures that I had got me. Okay. Don't do that again. Okay. Don't do that again. Okay. Don't. And eventually when you realize what not to do a you know, hundred different times, you realize what you are going to do. And that's how you kind of define the line and moving forward. So I never had the you know, I had the 25 pound weight loss journey, which was a giant pain in the ass. I was about 25 pounds overweight, and I was like, "I got to lose this weight." And that was in college, which was great, Um, but it, it was one of those I had to kind of commit to just learning about it. And by the way, I think that if people are listening to the show, they're already past the stage of at least getting out of this. I call the unconscious mind of yeah. wake up, brush your teeth, make breakfast you know, roll your eyes at work, go to work for eight hours, nine hours, get home, don't go to the gym. Uh, You know, maybe, you know, make food for the family, whatever it is, watch like two hours of sports center or whatever is on TV, go to bed and rinse, wash, repeat. You're out of that cycle. If you're already listening to a show like this or similar, you're out of that. So you don't have to worry about that as much because you're already starting to think. And then when you mentioned about writing things down, I think there's almost no more powerful tool that you can do in the, arsenal. I think if I had to pick one, like gun to my head, pick one arsenal tool, um, I would pick uh, your reason why. What's your goal? Just write it down on a piece of paper, goal. And fill out as many reasons why as you can. Because if you can fill out a page of why you want to lose 40 pounds – why you want to feel better right and it could be host- it could be you don't want to pay medical bills when you're older it could be you have a heart disease that runs in your family it could be you want you to- could be you want to have a sexy six pack or sexy thighs whatever it is like i don't care but like if you write that as many reasons that, that are viscerally you, you create a visceral reaction to yourself that is so powerful because then you're going to see that every single day and you post it somewhere on your wall. You're going to see it every single day and you're going to eventually start to take small action to start doing things that get you towards that goal. And that's kind of how you make that shift of just slowly reading chapter one and then reading chapter two and then slowly learning across the way because it, it's a it's a lifestyle change. I mean, imagine any job you've ever been at. Like no one starts off as the CEO of the company. The only CEOs are fifty years old. You know they've been in the company for fifty or whatever it is years, and because they know everything. You start as the, the peasant, you know, front desk worker, then yeah. and then you not not to say it's a bad thing, but like you start off as the low person, and you have to work your way up every year, and you keep learning and learning and learning. And five years later, it's like, oh, I never would have been at this position because I had no idea all the ins and outs. Your body's the same thing, guys. Like, your body's the exact same way. Like, you're going to learn. So don't be afraid of looking like an idiot because no one cares. And if they do care, then you shouldn't care about them. Uh, and then number two, it's just, you know, you got to get started. And how do you get started is write down reasons why. Like, why is it actually important to you to be in shape? It could it, it, it could be simple reasons to anyone else, but if they have a profound impact on you, yeah. then go for it.
0: It has to be important to you. It has, yes. to, it has to mean something to you. And I think- as well, as you said, I, I mention this to people all the time, as, and whether it be work-wise, I say, you know, how did you learn how to drive? You know, it took time, it took lessons, it's like a learning curve, it's the same. Getting in shape is a skill, because it's not just going to the gym, there's a lot more that goes around it, so it, you have to embrace it like it is a skill, and it has to be nourished daily whether it's making a better food choice, whether it's maybe reading a page of a book that'll help you, you know, increase your knowledge, whether it be messaging your coach, all these are little one steps forward every single day to in the skill to get better. In regards to, you know, so people come to us, they want to get results, they want to get in shape. If they, you know, to make sure that it's sustainable, to make sure that we're getting you know, long lasting results, what are the main things you think that has to go in place for that?
1: So there's, and they're, they're in different categories, I would say. So there's the, there's the fundamental principles that I teach people. And then there's the fundamental actions. So there's mm. two different, there's the one's more of a mindset and one's more of like the physical. So I think you have to start with the mindset aspect of it first. So there are, there are three things that I teach at least, and and you guys are going to hate it. I recommend writing it down, but you're like, it's not like anything special. It's not like, oh my gosh, this is like, I never do this. No, like, you do know <laughs> everyone. Everyone knows what I'm about to say, because it's so obvious. It's so easy. And, well, I shouldn't say it's easy. It's simple, simple, not easy. So it's not about the best diet, right? There's how many diets are in the world? hundred diets, keto, paleo, whole thing, whatever it is, right? Half the people love them. Half the people hate them. Half the people vo- would vouch for their life that this thing is the secret to life. The other people would say, this is a scam. And here's, here's the science behind it, right? And the science backs up every single one of these things and, and success with all of them and, and non-success with all of them. So what does that mean? Well, it means that it's not about the diet that you do. It's about the sustainability of what you're doing. The longer you can do it and the more you commit to it, the better results you're going to get. It doesn't actually matter what diet you do it. You can see results with almost any single one of them. So to me, the first part, fundamentally, if you're going to do anything with fitness, anything with your health is you need consistency. That is number one. You absolutely, if you're not consistent, you're not going to see results. So making a plan and I don't care if it's 10, you know, let's say you're in the, in the, everyone just talks about, well, Scott, you don't, you don't have three kids and you're a single dad or whatever it might be like. Okay, fine, but like there's certain phases in your life where you can do certain things, right? Like obviously there's certain phases where, yeah, your health might not be the most, the number one priority that month. Like I get it, but it's a matter of, okay, can I find 20 minutes four days a week to be consistent? And then, and then uh, you know, do that over and over and over and over again, because if you're going to change, you have to physically actually do the change. So you, number one, you need consistency over the course of time, okay? Number two is progression, What is progression? So we miss this a lot. You'll see, uh, and not to pick anyone, you'll see people in the gym where they'll do bicep curls, 10 pound bicep curls, and they'll just do that forever. It's like, okay, good job on the consistency part, but now you need to progress. You need to get better at your craft. You need to get better at what you're doing. So what does getting better look like? Well, getting better looks like if you run one mile uh, day one, okay? And your body's gonna be, oh my gosh, what is this? It's crazy. You're gonna see all these amazing effects. Your heart rate's up, gonna feel great. If you do it the second time, okay, awesome, feels great. Tenth time, now we're starting to see your body going. Okay, I, I know what this is. I'm used to it. No big deal. I, uh, you know, we're not gonna. We don't need to increase our heart rate as much. We can actually, our heart rate can go from 160 to 155. We don't. Have to do, so you're not progressing. Your body gets used to what you do, and therefore adapts to what you do, and therefore it's the law of diminishing returns. So if you do the same thing over and over again without getting better at it then you are, not, you're going to see less results over time or no results over time. Uh, you, you'll hit a wall, basically plateau is what they call it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so how do you change that? Well, in a fitness sense, reps, weight, rest, you, those are all variables that you can change. So if you're running a mile, how do you make it harder? Well, run more than a mile, run faster, or run at a harder incline. Those are three easy ways that you can progress over time. Now, I'm not saying you have to go for one mile, two miles, go for one mile to 1.1 miles, right? In the course of two weeks. And then in two more weeks, do a little bit further and a little bit further. Same thing with lifting, uh, slowly increase the weight or decrease whatever, the, whatever the, the the variable is. But progression over time is principle number two. You have to get better. You have to learn. You have to get better at doing it. And the number three is the hardest thing. So everyone's like, I'm on board. Got it. I'm going to the gym. I'm consistent. I'm, I have progression over time is patience. I mean, how old, think about how old you are right now. If you're 30 years old, all right. You spend, let's say, you know, your body developed at 18. Okay. You spent the last 12 years screwing things up with your body and you expect it to heal itself completely in six months. Like we're good, but we're not that good. So you need to give yourself time. To then build the knowledge base build the lifestyle that you want to have so that you can have it forever so consistency progression and patience are the three fundamental principles if you're fo- if all else fails in my mind if you follow those yeah. three things you're going to succeed it, it's almost impossible not to succeed now how long it takes you is to, you know obviously based on how you know fast you go your knowledge base all those things but you're going to succeed those are my three fundamental principles on a mindset perspective If you do these three three these three things You are absolutely one hundred percent going to succeed.
0: I I think these things one hundred percent. I agree with every single one. No more than the consistency than the progression, patience. As I was, I think it all comes into a kind of a subcategory for just people having clarity, being clear on exactly what they need to be doing. With you know something like, especially the progression, you see it a lot you see a lot of people will have consistency. A lot of people will have been, you know, a lot of the lads that come and join my um, program have been training for years. And actually just what they keep doing is just repeating the same year over and over and over again. And it's, when you look at it like that, you think to yourself, why are you putting in all this effort? You know, you know, you feel like one of the things that I hate the most is wasting time. So oh my in my gosh. in yeah. in my eyes, that's like hell, uh, you know, going this year, year on year on year, doing the exact same thing, lifting the exact same weight. What's the point, you know? Um, and don't be wrong. This is not meaning that within two years' time you're going to look like the Hulk, but it just means that you want to still consistently get better. And it can look in it can the progression, as you say, can be in different ways. It can be the weight you lift. It could be maybe a run. It could maybe even mean like, you know. Um, say you set goals as part of your progression. Maybe you want to r- run a, a marathon in a certain time. A, you know, you want to take five minutes off your last one. For example, there's loads of different ways of progression. But if you feel like at the minute you are repeating the same year, every single year, either stop or, <laughs> or just you know get help and then push forward, make some level of progression, because there's no point in being stuck where you are right now.
1: Yeah. I think, And I think the good news is, at least for guys specifically, uh, we have almost like an innate desire to compete and get better over time. So progression yeah. usually isn't the main issue. It's usually like the, the patience and the consistency aspect of it versus like when I train women, like it's definitely the progression part. It's like, holy crap, like they do not like to progress because for various reasons, whereas we're like. We want to progress. We, we we want to like beat our own PRs. We want to do all this. Like so, I think that's the one. I think the one benefit is like okay, like at least like people. Like we, 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 if you're not competing with yourself, at least you're seeing the other guy at the gym. You're competing with them, even if they don't know that you're competing with them. Uh, like we we will, we will make up those stories. So no, I agree. Like if you're doing the same thing over and over again, like what do you, I just I agree with you. It's just, like you have to do something a little bit different tiny bit different each time or each or every other time because otherwise you're just kind of spinning the wheels and eventually you're going to hit a peak or a plateau where you it's like why why am i not seeing the results because you haven't done anything different in two years like you're done the same thing not i'm not saying you have to follow a program where you switch the workouts every month or two i'm just saying like get better at what you're doing every you know it, over the course of time so if you're benching 135 for two years You're not seeing the results that you want to see. I just tell you that it's it's not going to happen. So you have to be able to progress that exercise.
0: You know, a good point that you mentioned there was as men, we do kind of really have this innate desire to constantly self-develop, to always push further, to always have some level of competition whether it be sport, whether it even be like video games,
1: people that play video yeah. games. Yeah, oh my God, it's a massive, I mean, it it's, would not be a massive industry if that was not a huge thing,
0: 100%. It's, it's, it's only for the competition. We want to get yeah. better. We want we want to, you know, um, whether it be whatever game you play and get kills, do this, get ranks, whatever. But the same applies to, to in life and same applies to within the gym. And it's a thing that I see a lot of men get really frustrated. And then they just kind of just stay stuck but that is if, if you do feel like that that's an opportunity and that's a signal to you that something has to change as well um the they were the three fundamentals and um, what would you say are the three actions
1: oh yeah so the three actions so yeah fun, full, so fundamentals, consistency progression patience and then the three actions so if you want to get started like today right now here are three things that i've kind of molded over time number one we talked about this a little bit earlier too so it's it's going to be a little bit of a refresher but number one is what's your goal and i don't mean like i want to lose weight i want to do this i want i want to know the myopic details of what your goal is i mean if you've heard of smart goals uh specific measurable uh, you know attainable or achievable uh realistic and timely and do that fill that like fill that out answer every single one of those questions get very specific so very specific smart goals uh, and the reason I say specific, right, the reason that's so important is because in, in 2018, it was a couple years ago, but Forbes came out and said the number one reason people fail up in New Year's resolutions was because they weren't specific enough goals. They were too out there. Yeah. So the more specific that you can make a goal, the more you can see it in your head. With this, so you have to be very specific. How long is it going to take you? What's it going to look like? What's the what's the intended effect of it? Uh, is it even possible to do? I want to lose twenty pounds in one month, two months. It's like, is that even really possible? Long term, sustainable? No, it's not. And so it's like, is you know, is the does the goal make sense? What's your perception of what's going to happen at the end of this goal? All those different things are important. Really, this item like, Be very myopic with it. Be very specific. That's number one. Let's identify what you're actually going for. Like, you, when clients come to you all the time. I want to lose I want to lose 40 pounds I'm like well no you don't like you don't actually care what the scale says my so my brother and I and I'm not calling him out but like we have different lifestyles I work out and he does not we weigh exactly the same weight we look very different with our shirts off like we just we are not the same it's like what night and day so and, and that's not a bad or good thing I'm just saying like weight doesn't mean anything what matters is you want to lose fat. You want to change. So you don't even know what you're asking for when you say, I want to lose weight. What you're saying it, it, is you want to have a better re- body composition.
0: It's it's the reason within it. You know, for yes. example, if you want to lose 40 pounds, you want to actually be able to look in the mirror and look good. Exactly. You want, you want to maybe be able to, you know, feel good around your partner. You want to be able to lose 40 pounds that you can chase after your kids without getting out of breath. They're the main
1: reasons. Well, yeah. Not at the surface level. Yeah, so yeah, uh, that actually goes to point number two, and that's why I kind of was going into it. So you, you you caught it. So 100% number two is what's your reason why? What are the deeper levels of why you want this goal? So number one was what is the actual intended desire that you're going for specifically? And number two is why do you actually care? Why is this important to you? And I always tell people it doesn't matter how vain the reasons are, as, lo- as like we said before, as long as it's important to you, as long as you care like for, for a long time. I wanted a six pack for no other reason than I wanted to be that guy on the beach. Right. Which is like not a good reason at all to have a six pack. That's not like a good reason, but it was very important to me when I was 21 to, to have that goal. And so I would shoot for it now. But the, and that got me to work very hard. Now, eventually your, your wise change over time, but write it down. If you can't list out at least 15 to 25 reasons why you want this goal, it's not important. You don't care enough. You think you care. But if you can't list out reasons why, and I'm go deep, like family, friends, yourself, whatever it is, like and be real, but don't don't put down reasons you don't want, put down real reasons why you want this because you need to stay motivated long-term motivation start in the first two weeks in new Year, you know january 1st january 15th everyone's motivated get to the gym let's go do it that's when i don't go to the gym because everyone's there i'm like well, let's wait two weeks till they all leave so <laughs> they're, they're they're using my machines wrong uh everyone's motivated motivation it stops after about two weeks it's like you're done it's different you don't feel, it's okay this whole like this new th- we get like addicted like the new shiny object object it, syndrome and it's, 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 like, it's not for me it's not it's not for me i can't do this and um so, motivation is fleeting, but discipline is what no one wants to get up at five in the morning, freezing cold, ice off your car because you parked on the street, you gotta sit in the car for fifteen minutes to warm it up because if you don't sit in the car, somebody's gonna you take your car. And because I'm in Chicago, some people will take my car, and then uh you know drive ten minutes to the gym, and then take fifteen minutes. It's like oh my god, like. I'm not, no one is motivated. If they tell you they're motivated, I mean, I feel like they're full of crap, but maybe like the one top 0.001 percent are motivated to do that. And what I am is discipline. I will do that because of my reasons why. So write down your reasons why, make it visible, read them every single day. That's step number two in an actionable way. And then step number three is what is the smallest action step from where I'm at now to where I want to go? And what's the next smallest step? So if it's, you don't even have a gym membership. Maybe it's calling a couple local gyms to find pricing. That's the next. Let's just do that. That's our next step this week or this day. What's the next step after that? Purchasing it. What's the next step after that? Right. What are the, you know? It might be okay. I have the gym membership, but I haven't gone. Okay. It's let's sleep in your gym clothes the night before, or at least have them ready to go. And by the way, having your gym clothes ready to go in the morning is such a powerful tool because like, even I'm like, it takes me an extra 10 minutes. It's like, okay, what am I going to wear? What am I doing here? If you just do it like, cause you're foggy in the morning, like, what am I going to do? Just do that before feels great. Uh, you're ready to go. But like that's what's the next smallest step we can take from where you're at to where you want to go. Let's just break it down to a hundred steps and go, because then you're building something called, I call the snowball effect. You're building momentum. You're starting to gain momentum and you're going to roll down this hill. And yeah, it's small at first. And obviously the smaller the step, the smaller the roll, but over the course of time, if you take one step every day, right, for for 10 years, like you're going to you're going to go far. But you got to do it. So that those are the three action items. Number one, get very specific in your goal setting. Number two, what is your reason why and make it visible and write it down. And number three is what is the next smallest action step from where you're at in your journey what's the next step we can take to, you know, to push forward. All right. And those are the three steps and you break them down. And that's why you, and that's why you work with them and you, and you, you figure it out. Okay, what can we do? What can we not do? What are you ready for? I had a client and i not, not to go on and on about it, but I had a client who um, they would not under any circumstance, uh, you know, work out without a trainer. They wouldn't do it. It just, they, they needed a trainer. So I'm like, okay, that's going to change. But we'll, 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 they weren't at that point. That's level 10. They're at level one. So I start working with them, a few months go by, work together, and eventually they're like, you know what, like, you know, I would love to get like another day in here, but I know you can't, I I don't, you know, I don't don't want to pay, basically I don't want to pay for it, right? I want to pay for another day. (laughs) So how can I, you know, go to the gym and do things on my own? I go, oh, really? Interesting. So, you know, three months ago, you said you can never work out by yourself, but now, well, I didn't realize, oh, oh, you didn't realize. And then the wheels start to turn. You start to learn things. So your knowledge base right now, you can't perceive three months from now because you don't have that skill set. You don't have the knowledge and and um, you know and the experience level to understand what you're going to feel like in three or six months from now. And so I think that is why I use those three steps because you break it down. It's simple. And- Everyone can do it. There's no special ingredient to being in shape. There's no special ingredient to living a better, healthier, and more fulfilled life. It's just the work. It's just doing it over the course of time.
0: It's understanding that as you said, over the course of time, it's going to be worth it. So I always say, it, it sounds if everything, if everything you do from today is a step forward in the right direction doesn't it sound stupid not to be doing it because you know that the end result is going to be so amazing. Well, I think it's the sound... knowing,
1: I think it's the knowing, right? Yeah. Knowing, it's, it's the, it's the fear of the unknown. Cause I think that like, and fitness has to be, I think the easiest course. Mm. I, if you look at the entirety of life if you could make it an easier one, maybe, maybe sports, no. but fitness is the easy, which is so shocking how easy it is because it's, if you do X, you're going to get Y. Like it's very – there's a very direct correlation to what – you yeah, there's nuance, but there's a very direct correlation to what you're doing um, versus – think of anything else in your life. It is – people quit their jobs to become a YouTuber with no guarantee that they're going to make any money and not want to back to their job. Like you ask that girl or guy out. There's no – you don't know what's going to happen. Are you going to marry them, get up, to cheat, whatever? There's no guarantee in relationships. In fitness – it's as close to a guarantee as you can get. Like you almost have a defined outcome. And yet we think of it as a non-tangible, undefined outcome, even though it's the exact opposite. So we have we go into it with the weird mindset of, oh my gosh, like what if this doesn't work? We go, it almost has to from a biological standpoint. It has to. Now it might take longer than you want, but like it's one of the few things in life that is as close to a guarantee as we can get, which is shocking I, to me.
0: I, I would say it's guaranteed. I would, if, if you implement everything that needs to be implemented to get in shape and you do exactly what needs to be done you will it's like, whether whether it be a year three years ten years down uh, down the road if you do it if you're going to you're at least going to change you're at least going to you know you might not be as ripped as you wanted you might not you know but you'll
1: be close, like you'll yeah, get close. You, like, you'll, like you know it's it's like it's one of those things where it's it's also a spectrum. So if you only do 50% of what you're supposed to do, but you do it the right way and like the other fifty percent is not detrimental, you'll get like, fifty you, percent of the results. Like yeah. that's it's, it's 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 like shocking. It's like you don't get that anywhere like oh well I'm only gonna work half as hard at work. It's like you're getting fired. Like you're, yeah. you're not like it's so it's crazy to me that, like, that people don't take that leave and like one I I don't get it because like obviously I'm in the field and I yeah. and I I'm able to help people break down on a case-by-case basis how to do it but from a large perspective it's like guys like you're gonna feel so much better just just do it just take 20 minutes like just figure it out and you know it's so it, that's one of the hard things where it's like when you when you live it and you're so ingrained with it um it's hard to sometimes it can be hard to see the other side because it's like it's so good over here like why would you not want to do it
0: i agree with that sometimes I, I used to get really frustrated at the fact that i'd be seeing people maybe even people around me i'm like what are you doing I'm like, you can, li- you can literally see me going from, from you know, overweight, waking up at three, four o'clock in the afternoon, sat playing video games all night to, you know, waking up 5am. I used to get the bus to the gym. I'd be training, come home, eat well, uh, go out and walks feel better. You know, even little things like, and this is for a lot of men, you know, there was no more frustration. There was no more passive aggressiveness or even aggressiveness because you were frustrated that you weren't doing what you needed to be doing everything just changed and for me i my fitness journey started when i was 17 18 i'm 25 now um might look a bit older because the beard but you look good you look good yeah thank you well with it went from me working for amazon in a warehouse and fitness changed my life to now running a successful coaching business. And I've do, been doing that for the past six years. So Good for you. Y- you, th- you think to yourself, you know, well, what is, what is possible? Well, I can tell you, well, everything is possible. Um, and I see it with my clients all the time, whether it be job promotions, whether it be going for new jobs, whether it be um, going for bodybuilding competitions, mm-hmm. you know, things that you never thought were once possible are possible by you just doing the little tasks over and over and over again they all build
1: i think it was uh i'm gonna botch the quote completely but i'll try to get the essence (laughs) of it uh there's a guy named alex or who's blowing Mm. up right now in the u.s not necessarily fitness not because of fitness but he has a fitness background
0: same over here
1: yeah he's blowing up and i think his quote was he probably stole from someone else and uh but the idea is what you know? What makes the action extraordinary isn't like the, the bigness of the action. It's the small mundane tasks that you do every single day. That's what makes it extraordinary. Is that you can keep doing that. It's not like this one thing is so amazing. It's it's the small little things that you do consistently, and that's how you see success is by doing joy, those things over and over again. The joy is in the journey.
0: You yeah. you re- you realize that once you hit your goal.
1: I, well, I yeah. not to interrupt. Like exactly. Like imagine you have a goal. Like imagine. Thinking or and I I was like this. I hit the goal, and I was like, because you think when I hit X, let's say I want to lose forty pounds, you have this vision in your mind of what your life's going to look like. You think Mm. that this is going to solve so many problems. You know, I'm going to look a certain way. I'm going to feel this way. You know, girls are going to love me. The X Y Z, and then you get to the goal, and you realize that it's it's like going. I'm not sure exactly how it works and where you're at, but like when you go to like the end of a highway where it goes to high like the, like highway markers, highway marker, three, two, one. It's like, what's there? It's like 345. It's like, it just starts over. Yeah. It's like, you don't realize that the end, of, you're, the end of the rainbow isn't great because it actually doesn't end because now it's like, oh my gosh, I did all this work for six months, lost 40 pounds. And I'm not any happier. I, I don't look as good as I thought I was going to look. And you get this like terrible mental anxiety over like, what was I just doing? Because you thought this goal, Was going to fix everything in your life when the reality is the goal should have been a subset of an objective of living a healthier lifestyle. Because now that the goal's over, you've almost lost all will to keep going. And and that's what happens. People have the, they they lose 40 pounds, it wasn't what they wanted. So, well, I, I, and they're, oh, I achieved it. Let's have a party. Let's start eating cake. Let's start drinking more beer. And what happens is they start, getting the weight back because they weren't fulfilled by the specific goal because that's never it's never about achieving the goal it's about just doing knowing that when you're in the process you will achieve goals along the way but the process is um you know is the goal itself so the goal is to do the process which sounds kind of shitty because like of course we want that we want the treasure at the end of the rainbow. We yeah. want, you know, we want to win the super bowl. We want to win the golf outing. We want to win X, Y, Z. And it sucks. Cause like, that's what we're going for. We you have to kind of shift that mentality because it's very, not that it's intangible, but like, it's definitely not like I lose 40 pounds and live my life. You no, know, I, the goal, the goal or objective has to be to live a healthy lifestyle. And part of that's, I'm going to achieve these goals along the way. And that, that's what keeps you motivated over time versus the goal being the main thing of, I want to lose 40 pounds. Cause then once you do it, you're, you're empty. You don't need to do, and then you fall back into old patterns. And by the way, I'll be the first one to say that is significantly easier said than done. Like I still, I'm like, I don't like the process half the time. like, Oh my gosh, I got to Freaking do this again. I gotta wake up. I don't want to work out. Like, why can't I just be in shape? Why can't I have my six pack? Like, why can't I do this? Like, that's that. Those are normal thoughts, but as you build the muscles, those thoughts become quieter and you're able to kind of manage them more. And that's really, but it's about managing the negative thoughts because they're always going to be there. So to think that you're going to feel good all the time and those thoughts are going to be there, I would recommend get that illusion out of your head because I don't personally think that's possible. I think that like you get strong enough to overcome it more regularly, but the voice is always there back of your head i mean some people might be at a different journey and they might have more experience than me and they're like no it goes away eventually and i just haven't gotten there which is great but from my experience it's just like you got to overcome it because give me days where it's like oh my gosh i don't want to get up today it's like this is ridiculous so yeah. uh join the enjoying the process can be very difficult i just i want to say I, I want it to sound easy i want it to, i want a in perspective well the, the
0: the process itself is not easy yeah. Uh, the, the 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 what you'd call mundane tasks of maybe getting up and going out for your walk, getting steps, and whether it be going to the gym, whether it be eating, picking the right options with food, it's not easy. I always say with goals, I would rather look at them as milestones in, in of, of your life, and just mm. keep ticking out, ticking off each and every milestone. And I think w- what you'll realize, like for example, one of my goals was to do a, a like a photo shoot. To celebrate my 110 pound weight loss. But when I, when I done that photo shoot, which by the way was incredible and I loved the whole experience, but I, the, it wasn't so much doing the photo shoot. It was me looking back and being like, you know what, the pre, the process was tough and I'm, I'm proud of that I was able to dig that deep. And it's understanding that, like, it's difficult to look ahead and realize that. But yeah. understand yeah. that one day, every action you do right now, you will be grateful for one day,
1: yes. whether it
0: be at, most likely at your goal. Whether your goal is to run a marathon, you'll finish that marathon. You'll you'll think, to yourself, "I'm so proud of them doing the miles that I didn't want to do." When when you when you look in the mirror one day and you see it, you, you you finally see a six pack, you're gonna look back and be so proud of all the gym sessions and good food choices you've made you always will look back once you've hit that goal and also always knowing that there's always more goals to go for. As I said, they're just milestones. Keep on building that house, end your life. You should have a castle.
1: Mm, and I think, I love that. Um,
0: yeah, I think that's a good way to end it. Um, Scott, thank you very much for coming on. That was a lovely
1: podcast. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Great conversation. I appreciate it, man.